This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back to the World of Martial Arts podcast. I am Kurt with Mick Tully and Nathan Leverton as per usual. Mick and I just wrapped up a really unique and exciting opportunity to sit and have a conversation, albeit via Zoom, with none other than the great Sean Patrick Flannery, who as an actor I'm sure you've seen on such things as Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, Powder, Boondock Saints, Dexter, and everything in between. And he's got a new film coming out that really is a celebration of his what did he say? 21 plus years that he's been involved in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. It's called Born a Champion, and it uh, is a great film. It's a long watch, but it's worth it. A great film that has the kind of heart that we see from a movie like Rocky, but it's set uh, through that BJJ filter. It's a very much a celebration of an art that he loves, um, told through the lens of really a father and a, kind of a, a well-rounded person. Um, and it's it's his journey through martial arts and some of his stories put into screen with these uh, fictional characters. Mick, what was your take on Sean? I know I loved the interview and it seemed like you did as well. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, um, he just came over as super well balanced and authentic. And as I said before, there's not many authentic guys in martial arts, and, well, life or martial arts, right? But right. it was just the way he came over. He didn't he didn't fake any of that. Just his his whole take on. Brazilian jiu-jitsu, the combative nature of Brazilian jiu-jitsu, the fact that he was really, really espousing the virtues of the honor, the integrity, everything that comes with martial arts, which the way the way that he came across, yeah, I, I've, I've got, I have no doubts whatsoever that, you know, if you talk your kids to, to him, like they would be able to go nomina patria fili to sanctity, right? <laughs> and then came all of them. And if you haven't watched, and shepherds we shall be for the Malor. That was the last on yeah. Right. But yeah, he was he was just a very very cool guy, very very cerebral. Yeah, I didn't expect him to be as erudite as he was. You know what I mean? He he really, I mean, knew he'd be like kind of a grounded guy, but um, I don't know. To be honest, I expected a little more L.A. And instead, he was just. Every bit, you know, just a well-rounded guy and who had a lot of really not just great insights into martial art, but you can see 
his passion for this art. He's been in martial art, and you, you listen to the interview and, and hear for yourself, but he's been involved since he was about nine years old. His father was a Golden Gloves fighter, and so he came up around this, and you can hear that in the way that he talks about it. He's not somebody who, oh, I don't know, found his way to martial art as a hobby to decompress after being on set or something, which is completely valid. But no, this is a martial artist who happens to act in some movies sometimes, as opposed to the other way around. Oh, yeah. He, 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 he Truly, you can tell he lives a lot. Right. He was so non-LA. I was expecting it because it was like Hollywood BJJ. And I was like, right, right you're going to have to give me a minute, guys. My soy latte is getting cold here. And <laughs> I've got power yoga at two, you know, all of that. Oh, wait a minute. Let me just let me just charge up my Segway. You know, little, stuff like that. I, we all know you have an appointment to bleach certain parts of your body. as required. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, right. oh, yeah, yeah. All that. And of course, <laughs> he just so wasn't. It was like uh, the bit where he was saying about you can have a legacy or you can le- you can leave a legacy to your children or you can leave money. You can't necessarily leave both, not very often. And then it was like, you know, what do I want to leave my child? And the one thing he said was, you know, do I want to leave them the ability to be able to buy this big car? And then he went, well, perhaps maybe, you know, leave them a legacy that they don't really need to buy the big car. And as a father of three boys, I listened to that and I was thinking to myself, that is cool shit, man. That's exactly, you know, that it's that quiet confidence that, you know, a father should give his son anyway, but a teacher should give their students. Their students, and I'm, yeah. yeah. And I'm listening, I'm listening to, I, I, I've watched quite a few of his breakdowns, by the way. And I'd heard before that he had an old school jujitsu game. If you go on YouTube, you'll see. But I swear to God, every single thing that he's got is, you know, trust me, there's no Baron Bolos, there's no going upside down. But I'll tell you something, outside of a chip shop, man, I'll tell you. You want to you want to be going down the Sean Sean Patrick Flannery route, you know what I mean? Well, and that that comes through in the film really well. He obviously he uh, his relationship with his son in the film is which is played by two different actors because it's different ages and they're his sons in real life. Uh, so that comes across on the screen rather beautifully, as well as his take on jujitsu. Nathan, you're our resident film expert, and you've got countless more examples of, of grappling backgrounds, all these different things than I do. What was your, your take on the film? It's a three hour watch. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I'm pretty jealous about this interview. It reminds me when you talk about him, he sounds like all those old school jujitsu guys like John Will, like Chris Houter, those interesting guys who have a lot to say, you know, off the mat as well as on the mat. And I enjoyed the film. We've been waiting, what, 25 years for the jujitsu film. Um, we had Red Belt, which was kind of okay. We had the film Jiu-Jitsu with Nicolas Cage that had no Jiu-Jitsu in. Instant so- classic. <laughs> well, well, Nathan, I, I should I should actually warn you. Red Belt, you know, it was like my early Jiu-Jitsu career. It showed early promise, fizzled out rather quickly, and left me with a bit of disappointment. You know what I mean? But yeah, you, you, you're totally right. It, you know, like the world's been waiting. The world's been waiting for a BJJ movie as we... Yeah, well, it's kind of worked backwards, right? I guess. I mean, you get, you know, Enter the Dragon and then everyone does Kung Fu and you do Karate Kid and everyone does Karate and you do Rocky and everyone does boxing and then we all did Jiu-Jitsu without the movie and now the movie comes in afterwards, 25 years late. Um, but hopefully now... UFC 1 was the movie, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. We have, we have the actual sport, the real thing. Hopefully this film now will bring people in. Hopefully this will get people in. This will be the gateway drug for people to start jujitsu. Um, there is not a lot of jujitsu in it. There's a lot of love story. There's a lot of other stuff going on. Um, but 
what, what the thing that worries me a little bit is jujitsu is not that cinematic and it's shot in quite a realistic way in these long takes, you know, with like wide shots to show the jujitsu and to people who do jujitsu, that's great. Cause we're like, Oh my God, he just rolled into that arm bar and did this and did that. But, um, you know, people watch boxing fights. People watch Thai boxing fights. People don't really watch jiu-jitsu matches because it's not that great to watch unless you know what's going on. It's the, you know, it's the reason people boo when they go to the ground in the UFC. Like, people aren't that into it. So um, I don't know how much that will cross over, but he talked about in the film a lot of the philosophy. It was that love letter to jiu-jitsu. He talked about what jiu-jitsu means to him and what it's done for him. And, you know, you can tell as well as being... This, this fan film about jiu-jitsu, it's also a very personal film about him and his journey as well. And right. hopefully that side of it will get people into it because I'm not sure seeing the jiu-jitsu will actually, will actually do it because I don't know how that plays to non-grapplers. I agree. Uh, that was kind of, we actually mentioned a little bit about that in the chat with him because it, it the way I would say it is like the, the what of the jiu-jitsu that we see in the movie is for people like us. Yeah. Right. People who are accustomed to watching it. So what they're doing on the mat is for us. The why they're doing it is for the uninitiated. Right. It is for the, the person who hasn't done it yet. And and that's not uncommon. I mean, I, I guess when we watch Rocky, mostly we just like to see him keep getting beat up and getting back up off the mat. But yeah. if there wasn't that story behind it, you know, I don't know, are we really going to like it? And that, that was his take on it was that he wanted it to be a story with BJJ as the vehicle for the story. So hopefully it works because it was does seem intentional. I mean, the difference I would say between things like Rocky and this in many ways is, you know, the, the, the thing with the Kung Fu movies and the boxing movies, it's the training right. scenes. And this doesn't have that. Yeah, it's brief. This doesn't have this. This has, this has fights. This is more like a blood sport. In fact, it rips off the end of blood sport where he can't see in the fight. But still, yes. You know, <laughs> but like, like it, it yes. Takes, we'll talk influences in a minute. I'm curious. Yeah, well, it, it takes more the tournament route and then spreads that tournament out throughout a long film with a lot of other stuff in between it. Um, but it doesn't have that. It doesn't. It doesn't have those training montages. It doesn't have those training scenes. Which is, I mean, it does a tiny bit, but not. Like it's usually the focus um, of a lot of films, right. and I found that a, li a little strange in the love letter to it. But again, I don't think jujitsu is that cinematic, so maybe that's the reason. It reminded me a little bit of is it the Warrior with uh, or yes. yeah, right with the brothers with um, yeah, Tom it? Hardy. Tom Hardy, right? It kind of reminded me of that movie in a lot of ways. There's 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 a veteran component to it. Secretly, this guy who did a hero, et cetera, et cetera. But um, and I don't want to spoil anything, but it it there was elements to it reminded me of that. And I feel the same way about that movie. There's not a lot of, there's some like, Oh, he's going to knock this guy out his first day in this gym in the warrior or whatever that film was called. Uh, but there's not a lot of montage stuff. And for that matter, is there a lot of montage anymore period? Yeah, I think, well, I think it is definitely something of the eighties, but that tone shift that you're talking about, I mean, you know, as well as worried, like the wrestler and films like that is that yes, right, slightly right. somber. It's, it's, it's about right. loss as well, and more of in that category. Stuff, some family stuff. Yeah, I, I I never really noticed, but it does seem to be kind of a different trend in these kind of movies. Right, more heart. I quite liked it because I would have been absolutely raging if a power ballad, you know, had yeah. knocked it halfway <laughs> through. Because it, me, I'm, I'm a fanboy, so you know, the thing is, I love jujitsu, love movies. Loved the Boondock Saints, loved Powder. So it was pretty much loved Dexter. So that was, yeah, it, it, he would have had to do something really bad anyway. There was a lot in this movie, and there was a lot of stuff that was thrown in it 
Some of it stuck, some of it didn't. Me, I liked all of it, but there was bits of it where I was like, I'd like to see the director cut of this. Mm-hmm. Dennis Quaid, Dennis Quaid, when he did the Darth Vader choke on that dude, man. Like I was like, yeah, man, we need more of this guy. But it, I really, like I said, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it, it's what it is. You know, it's not going to be Citizen Kane in the game, but it's a great movie. I mean, there's a lot to talk about in the film. We were sending messages back and forth. You know, it is. You know, we've talked before about '80s action movies being like, you know, um, like a male power fantasy of the guy gets yeah. to get the girl and beat the yeah. guys, and one man can make yeah. a difference, and that those kind of things dropped off. This kind of does that still again. Like the character, I mean, the character is the most American character of all time. He is literally his military god family. Like, you know, it's just. And then, and then, and the girl he meets, like that's one bit that did throw me out a bit. When she literally sits down and says, "Oh yeah, I'm a model and a lawyer, but I just want to be a housewife," I was like, "What is she going to say?" Like her dad owns a brewery and she hates foreplay. Like what? The, what, 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 what was going to be the next thing that she said? I was like, it is ridiculous. But the films that we grew up on were ridiculous. You know, they, yeah. they were the were city. But then this, this film also tries to ground itself. It is actually, in some ways, a history of jiu-jitsu, and it has real people in it, like Hanzo Gracie, and yeah. he has Hanzo Gracie in it. And it has footage of John McCain talking about MMA and the right. trials. And it, so it actually has real stuff in it. So when it would ground itself, almost like it's... Oh, and it, it starts off like a documentary. It's interviewing right. one of the characters yeah. like it's a documentary. And right. it feels kind of real. And then it does all the kind of 80s action stuff of one man can mm. make a difference. It, that, that pulled apart the film a little bit for me in places. But overall, it's a jiu-jitsu movie. So I really enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, you can, you can say about how, you know, it's cliched in places. I don't think so. But then again, I'm a bit of a cliched guy. Like, the, you know, I don't want to watch something and think it's like a reality TV show. Right. I want to look at it. And again, it's like, you know, like Nathan said, he had the lot, man. You know, he was a Marine. He said his prayers. Like, man, he came out to Randy Couture's down and down, 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 down. <laughs> and as soon as, as soon as I hear Hendrix playing Star Spangled Banner, man, I'm like that. I forget about being an Irish Republican for a minute. I'm straight back in this. Right? <laughs> but I really, like, I reckon... Truly, I think it's a proper timely movie. And it was like, to counter to what, what Nathan was saying, I, I actually think the fact that the jiu-jitsu isn't that cinematic will be great. Because I'll tell you now, as a 52-year-old guy on the mat, the last thing I need is another dude who's watched John Wick trying to pull that shit on me. Because they come <laughs> in and it's like, right, this is what you're going to get. I'm going to jump on your back. I'm going to hide your hands, which, like, do you remember being able to say that, Nathan, back in the day? It was like, take away his base. Why? Hide his hands so he can't tap. And they go, but he can say tap. And you go, not if I smother his face. (laughs) And, like, just all of that is like, yeah, man, bring me back. Like, I, I loved it. My game is a 1990s game. Seeing the jiu-jitsu in this made me like, yeah, you know, want to take it down and show the guys at the gym who are doing their barambolos and, and inverting all the time and dropping back for footlocks. I want to show them this and go, no, this is what we grew up on. This is it. And when Sherdog forums come up and videos take ages to load, although that's probably the one inaccurate thing about the 90s, how quickly those videos were loading. <laughs> but I, it, it, re- it feels like almost a film that's in the wrong time, but 
I just, I really, really enjoyed it. And it was like, it was made for us yes. as well. Like no matter how cheesy it is, and it is really, really cheesy. I really, really liked it. And it was, it just, it felt like a film for us by one of us. And, yes. you know, and sometimes that's, that's all you need. And that means a lot. Exactly that. It was, it was like, uh, you know, a love letter to BJJ. Uh, a love letter to guys over forty to BJJ. It like it 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 had it, it again. It had everything. I like the ethos behind it. Like you know, you know, if you try to get too precious about something, then you lose it. Yeah, yeah it. I really like as I said. I, I can't gush enough about it because it it was just what we need. It it is exactly what it says on the tip. It is. A, a good movie as far as i'm concerned one quick question for you guys so a lot of the film is based around that uh, uh the the fight early on that his opponent cheats yeah did he cheat no no he didn't cheat yeah. he was just being a scumbag they, they keep saying he yeah. cheated and it's like yeah, cheating nope. from like a you know like a unspoken rule of the like ethics of the mat kind of thing you know what i mean if we're calling it that but yeah it didn't seem like it was a... what, what you gotta remember is i was watching it and first of all, I saw a Luto Livre t-shirt. And yeah. every time I see one of them, I'm always wary of those characters, right? Well, Jiu-Jitsu and he came out. guy writing is going to make Luto Livre the bad guy, right? If it's the 90s. Right? Yeah, always, right. always. Right. But I'll tell you what, that, that is, whatever way you look at it, man, he, the ghost of Helio is a vengeful ghost, I'll tell you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's a vengeful ghost. I'll tell you something, as I said to Nathan, the one thing you've got to admit is... Machete has never looked so good, has he? What's the guy? What's he? Hey, I'll tell you Danny something. That Botox is working. Yeah, Danny Trejo, man. Yeah, Danny's well, and that's just so good. You know, I was thinking of that that character earlier, <laughs> whose name in the movie is Taco, which they address as a joke. But um, yes. but I thought the cast was great. I, you know, I, I thought yeah. everybody held up their end of it really well. Oh, I, I, love, I uh, thought that guy was really good. He didn't have a lot he to was, do, but he was great. I mean, no, he but yeah. pretty much, doesn't he? And closes. Yeah, it. and like even his character not only did like like his character on the page, and I have a lot to do, but literally the person that he's portraying in their universe didn't have a lot going on you know he mostly no. was like a support system for them and was content to do that but it just worked i thought he did such a good job at otherwise maybe seeming one-dimensional and even you know the woman that played his wife as you said she had this sort of you know what they used to call manic pixie dream girl and just sort of like a female character that's just there as a prop in support of the the male lead she wasn't that vacant or anything, but she didn't have a, a heavy punch to her as a character, but she still brought everything she had to it. So I, I really like it. Was the gentleman that winds up being the, he's the coach of the, um, or the manager rather of the, the guy he's fighting against. What's his name? Is that Dennis? De Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Awesome. Yeah, didn't man. expect to see a, a Dennis Quaid cameo. So I, my take on this, and I'm, I guess I'm curious to, as we're getting late on time here, I'm curious to get your, feedback from everyone what your your rating is and then what what's our rating metric for this movie uh, because i thought despite the fact that maybe there was some lulls it's a three-hour watch it's a long movie and so there's i feel like it's pretty consistent there's a couple dips but what it lacked in training montage or exciting fight scenes that are overabundant i felt like that was intentional in the sense that it was about um it's a love letter about jujitsu or to jujitsu as opposed to a love letter to action films right a love letter to martial art movies that kind of thing where it's just not towing that line it's reminiscent of certain ones but it's not trying to stick to that format 
because it's not about that. It's more, um, I think, better suited to the people that are already initiated to the art. Mick, what's your kind of final verdict on it? And uh, how do you rate it? What's You You came up with our uh, dildo nunchucks. You need to come up with our one for this. How many eyeballs? <laughs> no, no, no. There's only there's only one way out of this. What's the belt? How what many, belt are you giving this? I'm not giving it belts. I'm giving it rear naked chokes, man. Okay. Because good. <laughs> it, uh, as, Gra as Royce Gracie once said, a belt will only cover two inches of your ass. You've got to cover <laughs> the rest. I'm going to give this, believe it or not, out of five. I'm going to give this four and a half. Well, I'm going to give it four rear naked chokes. And I'm going to give it a footlock because it's just got a little bit of a nod nowadays. But we're back old school, man. If somebody said to me, you know, recommendations, would you go for it? And I'm like, yeah. Like, you got to remember, Red Belt, Travesty, and David Mamey directed that. You know, mm -hmm. give you an idea. Mamey is, the, you know, he's the man normally, right? And Daniel Asano's in that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, how about this for the worst casting ever? John Machado, the nicest guy in the world as the baddie. Weren't going to happen. So I'm going to go four and a half rear naked chokes on this because I'd recommend this to everyone. And not only that, it's literally like a go-to list to explain everything about jiu-jitsu. Is it like karate? No, it isn't. Uh, you know, all of that, you know, the truth is on the mat the meritocracy, everything. And it all sounds dead cliched, but guess what? It ain't. Whatever way you look at it, the movie's got heart and soul in it. But the, the, the good bits that I really liked, I really, really liked. And the bits that I didn't think they were like, you know, that I, I couldn't see why they were in there. I still enjoyed them. They were good. You know what I mean? Sure. It, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Four and a half rear naked chokes, man. <laughs> How about you, Nathan? Um, yeah, four solid, well, four tight rear naked chokes. It's... <laughs> It's the film we've been waiting for. It's the film we're going to be recommending to people to find out about jiu-jitsu. Uh, in some ways, it is a very personal film to him. So I think it, it might not hit home with some other people, you know, because just, to, you know, it's, it's about very much his philosophy. But overall, I think it's a great film. I think it's, you know, it goes straight into that canon of martial arts movies that um, are the ones we recommend to people to tell them about what we do. Um, yeah, it's a great film. Really, really enjoyed it. Awesome. Yeah, same with me. I would say if you are a martial artist or, you know, a, a jiu-jitsu practitioner, I'm going to go five. I'm going to give it five RNCs out of five. Um, I, I, I think it was – it's maybe not perfect, but there's just nothing else like it out there. And then if you're not already a martial artist but you like – a good film with a good story that uses something interesting as a vehicle to tell the story, then yeah, four or four and a half out of five. And it just might, just might convert you by the end of it. Just might. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.